Welcome to Tales and Teddies. Today I'm going to tell you the story of the little nightingale. A long time ago in China, there was an emperor who lived in a beautiful palace. The palace stood in a garden that stretched so far that even the gardeners had no idea where it ended. The palace was made of precious porcelain, and in the garden were lakes, woods, and rare flowers. The garden bordered the sea, and in the branches of a big tree on the shore lived a nightingale, which sang so beautifully that even a poor fisherman who had so much else to do had often stopped and listened to the nightingale sing. From every city in the world, travelers came to marvel at the emperor's palace and his gardens. But as soon as they heard the nightingale sing, everyone said, "Oh, but that is the best part of all!" When the travelers went home, they wrote books about the palace and the gardens, and every book told about the sweet song of the nightingale. One day, the Chinese emperor was sitting in his golden throne, reading a book sent to him by the Japanese emperor. He was very happy that the book was filled with splendid stories about his beautiful palace and the gardens. The nightingale is the best of all," said the book. The emperor commanded the nightingale to be brought to him. The whole world knows what I possess. Yet I know nothing about this bird," he said. "I have never even heard of it. Bring that bird to me at once." All the important people in the court started to look for the nightingale. No one really knew where they could find the bird, but there was a little kitchen maid who said she could help. "I know the nightingale well," she said. "Sometimes when I'm in the woods." I hear it singing. I can take you there. Half of the court joined in the search. They did not even know how the nightingale looked and had never heard its voice. It was left to the little kitchen maid to guide all of them to the right place. When she reached the tree, the little girl pointed to a tiny grey bird in the branches. Everyone was surprised to see such an ordinary-looking bird. The little girl asked the nightingale to sing, and to everyone's surprise, they could think of no praise high enough for the little bird's voice. The most important courtier asked the nightingale to come to the palace to sing for the emperor. That very night, the nightingale sang for the emperor in his beautiful palace. As it sang, its voice was so lovely that it brought tears to the emperor's eyes. Later, he said the nightingale could have any reward it wanted, but the little bird refused them all and said, "I've seen tears in the emperor's eyes. That is my richest reward." Then it sang again. Without doubt, the nightingale made a great hit with everyone, from the emperor down through to everyone else in the palace and in the kingdom. It was decided that the little bird should remain in the palace in its own golden cage, with permission to have two walks in the daytime and one at night. 
There were twelve attendants who each held tightly to a thin silken ribbon tied round its leg. There was no fun in a walk like that. One day a parcel arrived for the emperor. It was a clockwork nightingale covered with precious stones. When it was wound up, it sang one of the real nightingale's songs. The two birds sang together, but it was not as beautiful as the real nightingale sang in its own way and the other one was really only just a machine and could never alter its song. While everyone else was busy listening to the clockwork nightingale singing the same song 30 times over and over again, the real nightingale flew out of the open window. When the emperor realized the little nightingale was missing, he was very sad. His courtier said that he should feel very angry with such an ungrateful bird. So the emperor became very angry and banished the little nightingale from his whole empire of China. Meanwhile, the artificial bird was given a silk cushion close to the emperor's bed. Every day it sang to the court. This went on for one whole year and by that time everyone in China knew every note that the clockwork nightingale could sing. One day, as the emperor listened to the clockwork nightingale, there was a whirring click and then a grinding and the singing stopped. The emperor sent for a doctor. Of course, he could not help, but he suggested that a watchmaker might be able to mend the broken works. A watchmaker came in. He mended the bed, but said that it could only sing once every year because the works were nearly worn away. After five years, the whole country became sad because the emperor was very ill. Cold and pale, he lay in his magnificent bed and everyone thought he was almost dying. The emperor on his deathbed wished he could listen to the voice of the bird for one last time. Then in through a high window flew the real nightingale. It had heard that the emperor was very sick and wanted to help him. Perching on his pillow, it began to sing so sweetly that the emperor started to feel better and the voice of death began to drift away. With each song, he felt better and better. The emperor opened his eyes. How can I ever thank you? He said to the little nightingale. Then because he was still feeling weak, he fell asleep. When the emperor woke up, he asked the nightingale never to leave him again. I can't make my home in this palace, dear emperor, said the little bird. But let me come whenever I want to and I will sing to you. I will tell you about the happy things and about sad things. There is only one thing I want you to do. Please do not tell anyone about me. And then it flew out of the window. At that moment, all of the courtiers came in expecting to find the emperor to be dead. However, they were surprised and extremely happy to see him alive. He sat up and said, Good morning, everyone. And he asked them to bring him his favorite cup of tea. Of course, he did not tell them about the little nightingale and the magic of her songs that brought him back to life. He had learned a lesson. 
that wild things and animals should never be caged for his own pleasure, and they should be left to live a life as they want. That's all for now. See you later.